Hello. So in this poddy, um, I'm going to talk to you about one of the characteristics that I highly recommend that you look out for. Um, It will change your life when you have these kind of people in your life. So, of course, you think kind, you think calm, you think all these things, right? And of course, I mean, that's uh, like, hello. Um, But it's actually emotional regulation. Um, I try and avoid anyone who is emotionally unregulated. Um, Anyone who is emotionally unregulated will present themselves as extremely emotional um, reacts very quickly to things, not very stable, unable to process, unable to get their words together, unable to approach things with dignity. Um, yeah, and they'll just race off and actually be quite abusive about it. So I don't know if it's a British thing, and you know, my parent, um, my grandparents were very, very English in the sense of. Um, you know you just don't show your emotions which I don't think is like completely true but I am not far from that belief hang on let me have a coffee Mm. because um okay I'm gonna give you a lots of examples I don't want you to think that I'm moaning at all I probably am to be honest um but it's I'll show you the dangers of having someone who's emotionally irregulated so Emotional irregulation is all about attention-seeking. They make it all about them. They don't have the skills to be an adult in a situation which is um, becoming either hostile or it's becoming, um, you know, beyond their reach. Now, the beauty of being emotionally regulated is it doesn't matter that whether you're in the thick of an argument, you aren't going to say something you don't mean. You aren't going to be grotesque in your emotional delivery. You're not going to act like a child. You're going to be very adult and very regulated through that throughout the whole thing. Um, I know when it comes to my corporate job, there is absolute chaos, and you have to stay very dignified and and almost stare diversity in its face. Um, although I am leaving because I just can't be bothered with the disrespect. That's not emotional irregulation. That's actually regulation. That has That is me thinking about what is going on. It's weighing things up going, no, thank you. Emotional irregulation would be quit on the day or it would be actually the opposite, which is I'm going to stay in this role even though I know it hurts me and I know it abuses me. But, you know, I'm going to stay in it through fear and things like that. So it's allowing those emotions to really... Um, rule you. Now you want to stay away from these people because if I give you some examples of where they let you down and I'll give you examples of you know what's happened in my life and you can see where it's um, escalated, where it's become juvenile and where the bridges have really been burnt now you know. So if we go back to um okay so if we go back to the when I donated a kidney right so I'm donating a kidney and I'm very nervous about it and um, I go into hospital on my own no one comes with me Um, and I come out and I'm confused um, and I'm in a complete state my body actually hasn't done very well in, in this thing there's something else that goes wrong I won't tell you what it was but there's something else that goes wrong and it made me incredibly sick so it wasn't the kidney thing it was the other thing um so what happens is I've got friends of course I'm surrounded by people we all socialize and everything blah 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 
I have this kidney operation and I am an absolute fucking mess. I am weak as shit. And do you know what ends up happening? I have friends messaging me saying they haven't heard from me and I'm selfish and that I haven't thought about them in the process. Right, okay, first of all, you're fucking kidding me. I could barely open my eyes at this point, let alone lift my head to text them. An emotional regulated person in that instance would say, oh, I've not heard from something. They've just had a very serious operation. Let me be adult enough to either go around their house or, or call them or see what's going on. An emotionally unregulated person goes inward. So they go, I haven't heard from Katie. Does she not know how I feel? Is she not taking me into consideration? And they start to then, it's like a bit of a whirlwind. They take it in and then they take it out. So now it's my fault. You know, fucking hell, God forbid I just donated a bloody organ I need. But now it's my fault and all this abuse is coming through the phone. So anyway, that person gets blocked. Then another person starts calling me selfish and all this and this and this. Again, what ends up happening is they are unable because they're not emotionally regulated. They are unable to see the facts. The fact is Katie has now lost about three fucking stone, tiny body unable to go through this major operation no one's looking after her like they're unable to see the facts instead they go you're not giving to me and it goes in and then it comes back out again it's projection you are the devil reincarnated isn't that bad isn't that fucking bad but that is when you get someone who is emotionally unregulated i'll give you another example and it's a friend of mine she's dating this female and her girlfriend, uh, so my friend just literally got made redundant, so she's a bit down. Her friend, um, sorry, her girlfriend, starts giving her a really hard time. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> like, my friend, so I'm like, okay, don't invite her around because I'm gonna literally peel her face off with a spoon the way that she's talking to you right now. And that's emotional irregulation. That is when she's down, she is absorbing, you're not there for me. Oh my God, you, you're, you're not meeting my needs. You're the devil reincarnated. So there's a pattern in all of this with emotionally regulated people is that they think that you are there for them. They think that you're serving them a purpose and they are really angry that you can't meet their needs. But because they're emotionally irregulated and very childlike, because children are emotionally irregulated, you tell them they can't have ice cream, they are screaming the house down. You know, the punishment doesn't fit the crime, babe. You need to wind that in. So emotionally irregulated people are like children. So you will not be able to meet a need for, for a plethora of reasons and very common sense reasons as well. But ultimately, when you can't meet their need, you will then see the emotional irregulation. That is dangerous because people like that will punish you, they will break you, they will call you everything under the sun. Have you ever dated someone who is really emotional? Really fucking emotional? I'm sorry, but grow the fuck up. 
emotions are good, they're great indications of what's going on internally, but use your fucking brain when it comes to explaining them and sitting down as an adult and saying, this is how I feel. I actually don't know if I'm right or wrong, but this is how I feel, you know? And I see it with my work as well. Whenever I do reading for someone, I always say, look, this is how I feel. It might be wrong. I'm not going to say I'm 100% right all the time. It could be wrong. Weirdly, I end up being right majority of the time. I think my rate is like 99.9%. We did it on three different tests. Anyway, it doesn't matter. A uh, bit braggy there, but I do. I am proud of it. But it's like there's a humbleness when you deliver something emotional. You have to say and you have to go, you know what, I... I feel like this but it might not be right because th there is this chance of you not being right just because you feel it doesn't mean that it's right you know and there's a warmth and there's um, a recognition this these are my instincts I'm, I might be wrong on this but this is how I'm seeing things how amazing to be in an argument with someone who does that you know I personally don't like arguments I think if it's got to the point of escalation where it's arguing then there's something that has happened where there's a child that's kicked in. Because as a grown ass adult, you should be able to say, right, okay, hang on a minute. Why don't we take a step back from this and then we come back in, in about a day or something or maybe in an hour. Uh, but this is where I'm going through. There is something incredible and very adult-like when someone delivers it in the sense of, you know, this is how I'm feeling. I don't know if I'm right, but I, I can't help it, maybe I'm having a bit of a shit day or whatever. The other person will soften so much and actually add compassion to how you're feeling. But if you go in, you're this, you're that, you're that, you're just going to really piss the other person off. But, you know, emotional irregulation, even in the workplace, I have seen people, literally, and I know I've walked out of jobs before, but believe me, that was a long time, long term coming, or whatever the saying is, that was definitely on its way. I've seen people in the office literally have tantrums. And I'm thinking, that is really unattractive. Mm. Really unattractive, you know? It's really weird. It's, it's, um, it's one of the most desirable, sexy things that I've ever seen is when someone is emotionally regulated. Yeah. It's weird, because of my um, client base, you know, I, I speak to a lot of people um, and if you don't mind, actually, just before, uh, just after what I'm going back to tell you, I'm going to tap, go, go back into and tap into that 99.9% accuracy and I'll tell you why I'm proud of it. Because, uh, I don't know, I, I feel a bit braggy about that, but I, I want to tell you why. So, going back to, um, my client base, right, because I, um, I deal with a lot of different people and they're very variable really on on the social spectrum like I said they're extremely rich they're poor they're upper class the lower class they're medium they are abroad they're they're local they're everything they're literally I, I it's beggar's belief and um, I got I get a few invites to things and I'm not gonna lie majority of the time I say no um, definitely with weddings I can't go to one and not all of them um, so it's yeah I have to say no to a few things um if it's to meet family or if it's to if it's to um you know have a wonderful time and a mature time and we can all get to know each other then that's very tempting and I'm probably going to say yes to that to be honest with you because I mean 
I'm very much on my own and I like to have those kind of bonding relationships. But if it's, you know, like, um, like put it, okay, put it like this, a, a client, um, not anymore, they used to be, um, they invited me to this, I got a vibe from this client and I got this vibe that this client isn't actually a client and they actually weren't really interested in my work or they weren't interested in the changes that needed to be made for this person. I think, I feel like they were, and I could be wrong, but I felt like they were just interested in me in some way. Um, I think having a friend who, or someone in your posse, who is, has great insights and can predict things is gonna be very useful. And that's, I felt like a commodity and I felt like I was being groomed in that way. So this client invited me to some yacht, because you know, obviously they know I like boats, who doesn't? And they wanted me to get at Ibiza this summer on a yacht. And so that's not me. Like, I don't mind on a holiday, but that, that isn't me. Like, to put it bluntly, I'm not interested in being on a yacht with an old guy that looks like a conker who's in tiny speedos and the boat is full of about 10 bikini clad women. Like, what the fuck? That is not my vibe. So I declined and guess what? Tantrum, complete tantrum. Yep. And the, just the words and everything. And I thought, wow, I dodged a bullet there because believe me, I mean, there would have been a murder on that boat and it wouldn't have been me who's the victim, put it that way. Sorry, that was a loud swallow, was it? <laughs> I just swallowed my coffee. But right next to the mic as well. A bit of ASMR. But yeah, you have to be careful because these people can be very charming and they can be very, um, you know, I, I felt it. I thought, oh, no, this is a bit sleaze for me. Sleaze, but sleaze, you know? And I'm not really into these conquer men. I'm just not, it's not my vibe. But emotionally irregulated. So when I declined, Instead of saying, oh, well, what would you like to do instead? Would you like to go for coffee or something? Would you like to go here, there or somewhere? That would have been perfect. But because I said no to being, you know, part of his normal range of sycophants, you know, it was, um, you know, I got a kick in the tit, you know, and I just thought, what a twat, you know, what a twat. Believe me, you need me more than I need you because in about 10 years, you're gonna really regret all your life choices 1000% when you're alone. There's nothing more humbling than when you're really sick and no, one, no one's there. And it makes you really, really evaluate the importance of people and friends and um, good people. I'm not interested in, you know, being part of a sycophantic group kissing your ass because you've got a, a fast boat. I'm just not, I'm really not. So I want to go back to the thing that I said about the 99.9% .9 accuracy. So there's a lot of fakes, a lot of, um, so yeah, if you don't mind. So um, there's a lot of fakes on, um, you know, social media. And what I mean by fakes is, you know, the psychics, they pull a card and they go, it resonates. If this resonates, well, of course it's gonna fucking resonate because it's something that you want, like duh. Are these people gifted? to the sense that they, they can get real detailed information. Are they incredibly close to the veil? No, you can tell from a mile off. Do they have a hunch? Yeah. You know, do they have um, a very good delivery and sales technique? Yeah, yeah. So my work is different, I'll tell you why. So I work for three psychic companies. We have to do tests. 
like you literally have to so you'll you'll um, be in the interview there's, there's interview stages there's an interview um, where one of them will say just their name their first name that's all you've got you can't you won't be able to find this person on social media you get one name and you have to tell them as much as you can what's going on in their life in their past in their future what do you see what's going on can you tell me something that happened five minutes ago yeah there's a real you know yeah, there's a real thing and I was talking to my friend about it the other day because I said that I can get really bogged down with work sometimes and I don't think anyone appreciates the self-sacrifice that goes into it so I'll I'm always studying so yesterday I spent the day just watching these um uh, on Netflix I got Netflix now everyone was like you can't get Netflix I was like oh I'm on it now so I got it and there was this program called um, Unsolved Mysteries and I watch things like that and I try and get as much information as I can and um work out who did what and where it was and try and get as much information as possible and I'm also connected with people in the states who work on murder uh, things and crimes and they send me information to get my opinion on things and I'm working all the time to um, fine-tune fine-tune my work and my gifts and I see a lot of that doesn't happen with these people with the cards all the time and I really don't get the crystal ball. I mean, what are you looking at? It's a ball, it's, it's, it's not even crystal, it's glass. Like, what are you looking at? So I see a lack of discipline. And when I was studying Kung Fu back in the day, um, there was a discipline with that. It wasn't just punching, it wasn't just kicking. It was about learning about the spiritual side of it as well. And when someone is truly psychic and truly gifted, then they will fine tune, they will practice. It's a daily practice. So that's why my ratings are so high, is because every day I'm, I'm practicing, I'm focusing. You wouldn't believe the calls I get. I get people ring me and they say, Katie, I've lost my ring, where is it? And I get images, ping, 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 ping. I get, it's next to pipes, it's on a wooden floor, it's this, 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 and then, yeah. So you have to, um, you have to practice it, you know? So if I sound braggadocious or very proud of myself, it's because of that, because I know how much work I put into it. So I don't mean to sound arrogant. I never want to sound arrogant. Do I want to sound proud and confident? Of course, of course. Um, so yeah, those two things are, you see what I mean? Emotionally regulated, emotionally irregulated. So when you're going on dates, when you're, when you're looking um, at, for a future partner, look for someone who is graceful. Look for someone who follows through with what they say. Look for someone who is emotionally regulated, you know. I know, don't discount anyone who is, um, who has trauma in their background. That's a very nice thing to work together on as a couple, you know. But having someone who throws the toys at the pram and calls you everything under the sun and texts you five million times a day because they haven't got what they wanted, complete trash. Fuck them. Cheap as shit. You have to recognise the difference between something having, someone having money in the bank, and like I said before, someone having money in the bank is down to a number of different factors. It can be down to family wealth. It can be down to just opportunity, uh, opportunities, opportunities. 
But having wealth in their mind and heart, that is a different ball game, and that's what you want. And I spoke to you about this in a previous podcast, which is ironically, when you start to present yourself and feel really wealthy within yourself, the money follows, ironically. But never date anyone because on paper they look wealthy because, like I said, this client or ex-client, not even a fucking client, you know, looking like a conker, tiny speedos, all the money in the world, just emotionally quite, almost like a, uh, a reprobate, really. Quite honestly, I was quite disgusted. Yeah, so that person got blocked. Because I just thought, you you want you want a lady, you want someone who's polite, you want someone to offer solutions to your life, and here's you not getting what you want. I, I was really quite, I, I was embarrassed for him, to be honest. Mm. How horrible, though, to feel like you're just surrounded by sycophants who want your money or opportunities that you can get and not actually for you. I mean, that's... But then, you know, he wasn't prepared to put the work in and, you know, lose the ego and actually get shorts that fit. Not my fucking problem, mate. Not my fucking problem. You know, so when you're looking for friends, when you're looking for loved ones, you need people who are going to be there throughout everything. You want a friend who's going to spring into action, not give you a fucking hard time because you're bloody near enough on life support. You know, I couldn't eat. I couldn't lift up my fucking fork. I couldn't cook. I couldn't do anything. And I had to block so many people. I was getting texts of frustration because they weren't getting what they wanted. I mean, I was absolutely disgusted. And then when I got back on my feet, of course, these people, oh, hi, I'm so sorry about how I was. I don't even read the texts. I get a, I'm sorry how things, first of all, you've texted me, you haven't called me to sort this out again, childlike. And um, I don't even read the texts. No, we're done, we're done, you know. So having people who are emotionally regulated will benefit your life in so many ways they will be strong for you they will be intelligent for you they will be they will know when to have a good time when to stop having a good time and when to you know be uh, kind humble they're just delicious people and it's interesting so you're probably thinking well how do I get these people right emotionally regulated people have learnt the art of controlling their emotions which means they have had a lot of emotions, which means they have gone through a lot of shit. And again, I've said this before, where people who project a, a victimhood, I have been through so much, my life's been awful, and they are emotionally unregulated, I question how much stuff they have been through because they don't have the tools. So how can you not go, how can you go through all of that shit and not have the tools? Are you really thick or something? I don't get it you know so emotionally regulated people tend to have gone through a very long period and a sustained amount of just abusive behavior where they have become so humbleized by it and so broken that they have managed to strategize because it's just emotional strategize uh, strategies at the end of the day um emotional strategy oh i don't know fucking hell. but it's like um they they've they've managed to work it out so that means they have had a long time of shit, right? So yeah, I mean, that's my type, because people say to me, what's your type? And of course I'm a little bit ambiguous with who I like and whatever. Um, but just someone who is 
kind. I have no interest in anyone sticking coke up their nose and is self-medicating all the fucking time and just have not got their feet on the ground and are, you know, being regulated. I have no time for that. If I say call me and you haven't called me, then we're good. I'm not chasing, you know. These people are whirlwinds. They, um... They, they want to be surrounded by sycophants all kissing their ass and, you know, and all that, you know, they, they like that, you know, but then they're the first to moan, I'm lonely and people only want me for my money or whatever, and it's like, well, you know, you are kind of encouraging it, you know, invite only, I'm afraid, your life is invite only, so whoever's in your life, it's, you've invited them, it's simple as, you know. So, you know, it's it's very strange, but you have to look you have to look for emotional regulation. I thoroughly, oh my god, I literally draw when someone follows through with what they're saying. I'm like, "Oh my god, this person knows what they want, they mean what they say." That is rare. Mm. You can't you can't waste your time with these people who are tantrums. I, when I speak to my friends and we talk about, you know, people that they've either divorced from or they've, you know, ended relationships with, the tantrums that came with it, it's so ugly and messy. But the signs were there from early on, you know, they don't get their own way and they, uh, you know, they start throwing the toys out the pram. I mean, how disgusting. How repugnantly ugly is that to be, what, in your 30s, 40s, 50s? even sometimes even later you don't get your own way so you're you're acting like a child that is really weird how is that even sexy like you know no thanks no thanks so my my advice is whoever you're looking at looking for romance wise friends wise get someone who's emotionally regulated who can handle pressure or at least if they can't handle pressure they can at least articulate that they can't handle this more times than none people are like this is too big for me i need support rather that it sounds a hell of a lot better than you this you that you're the you know it's it's just um it's bizarre i can never get my head around it well like i said it's a child it's a child who just refuses to grow up not all childish adults are broken children by the way a lot of childish adults actually haven't grown up from childhood because they had an amazing childhood they got everything they wanted they were spoiled with shit and they don't see why then they have to move into this adult space where they have to self-sacrifice and consider others so they stay the child using the child toolkit to get what they want using the tantrums the threats the manipulation because that's how they've always got things and they like doing that and before you even ask because i get this ask this question a lot but will they change would you change if you're a grown-ass fucking adult who's always got what you wanted you're selfish by nature you don't consider other people but if you just throw tantrums now and again you're going to get what you want not everyone thinks like you you know so no they're not going to change you know people change because they want to you know personally when i was growing out of childhood into adulthood i really liked graceful women i really liked strong women who um articulated very well i know the irony i can't even get my words out but you know were very confident i really like that so i couldn't wait to make that transition because 
I wanted to be taken seriously and I wanted to be seen in that way. So I made the sacrifices. And in doing that, you have to say when you're wrong. And in doing that, you have to kind of like say, actually, you know, I'm, I'm not right with this, you are, and I apologize. And, you know, let's move things forward. Let me make it up to you. Let me put, you know, a day away so that I treat you on this day. It's got nothing to do with me. This is about you. Those are sacrifices that little children don't want to make. You know, you can see them from a mile off, actually. I mean, you know, they, it's just, yeah, immaturity and everything just seems to seep through the pores. Yeah, it's quite, it's like a bad smell, to be honest with you. Mm. It's funny because I've got clients in different areas of, you know, I've got um, actors, musicians and everything. And um, hearing about their bosses is quite interesting, yeah. That I just don't think there's anything worse than a boss who acts like a child. But they're quite easy to manage, actually, because you just have to go in with the mother, the mother vibe. The amount of times I've stared my boss in the face and became their mother on the spot, and you see them getting smaller and smaller. Is that my job now? I'll be handing my notice in then, because I'm not your mum. But it's quite interesting how many people do not grow up. But look, life can be really shit. There's a lot of shit people out there, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, there's a lot of fakes out there or pretending or wanting to be something, but they're not putting the effort in. And I, like I said, this is why I gave you the example of the psychics. They, they want to be magical. They want to be a witch. They want to be a fairy. I see it all the time, I'm so magical, you know? And magic exists. These magical things exist, you know? You only have to look at folklore to know that. But you have to put the work in. You have to learn the art of magic you have to learn you know it's like if you wanted to learn about roman history and you know egyptian history and stuff you have to learn you have to know about what's going on in the different empires you know and the inbreeding that went on you know you have to know your stuff and too many times i see people and they're like you know they've turned goth because they want to be seen as you know different but then they look like every other goth so i'm like so how are you different you know so people will wear masks all the time and people will wear, you know, they want to be things, but it doesn't always mean that they are. And that's what you need to look out for. And the emotional irregulation will expose them. Okay, so I'll leave that with you. So remember, people will want to be lots of different things. They want to be things, but the emotional irregulation will tell you if they are or are not because they won't have the skills. So many times I meet people and they're like, I'm a witch, I'm a witch. And I know full well they're not because I've asked about their family history and I'm like, okay, yeah, not, you're not. And I don't want to come across as pious or um, discriminatory or um, judgmental on that. But when you study witches, there is a bloodline. There is. And, you know, and then I see their behavior and I see all these, they've got all the tools. And I always know, because weirdly, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but I think I should actually, to be honest. You know me, I like to push the envelope. A friend of mine said, can you tell just by looking at someone which ones are fake and which ones are not? And I said, yes, straight away. The ones who are purposely putting a towel on their head, a crystal on their forehead, and they've got a table full of every tool going, is a fake. The ones that you meet in the supermarket who are very quiet and you wouldn't even recognize or know they have more power than you wouldn't believe and they will be very well connected 
they're like spies spies are the same i saw a program on the tv and old spies were talking and these spies were hilarious they were people that would live next door they were like your friend's mom you just wouldn't expect it and it's the same in the magic community it's the same with the psychics people that you wouldn't think or would hide it because it brings a lot of attention the ones who want attention want to be magical they will be dressed head to toe in tie-dye the fucking towel on the red a crystal on their forehead some face paint and they they're like tiger lily 2001 you know that's their fucking name you know and and they live on the floor on a mattress because they can't pay the rent you know and but they're magical they're magical a few of them have said oh i'm gonna put a spell on you still waiting for it babes still waiting for it <laughs> great spell by the way you know and and it's just they um and i've seen i've seen goths do this they're like you want to be scared of me and, you know I'm, what, what are you gonna do conjure up the fucking dead you know but they're they're being a character i know this i'm not just being judgmental i um when i was 15 my sister smuggled me in a goth club and she was part of the goths and I used to meet the goths at the college and things. And there's, you know, it's a culture, I'm not gonna lie, but a lot of them will pretend to be goth because they want the power, they wanna spook you, they want dominance, they wanna be seen as some femme fatale. Like, it's just bollocks. But a true person with true powers, true visions, they are hidden away, they are um, quiet. Although she says, as I'm doing a fucking podcast about it, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah, they're, they're working, they're functioning, but they're the ones that you wouldn't normally think, you know? They have an energy about them as well. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I remember a friend's mum met me for the first time and I didn't say anything and she didn't say anything and her friend's mum said to her, my friend's mum said to her, she said, that Katie, she's very witchy. You see, you have a vibe, you have a vibration about you, yeah. But it's quite interesting. But just ignore anyone, top to toe, looks like a fucking rainbow with a crystal on the red. It's bullshit. Because you're wasting... I know, as a reader, you have, you know, a limited amount of energy. So say you have 100% energy. If you're spending 90% of that energy dressing for the part and looking the part, you've only got 10% to put in your actual work, you know? This is what I mean. The, the plainer, the blander, the better, because... They will be channeling all their energy, not spending half an hour getting dressed up for it. It's fucking ridiculous. Mm. I went to one fair once and this woman was just staring at my forehead, talking to my forehead, and I thought, what are you talking to my fucking forehead for? It's not like I'm even tall, I'm five foot three and a half. I can give you eye contact, it's fine. But she was acting weird. And I thought, look at this character that you're playing. You're trying to be aloof. You're trying to be inaccessible. You want to be seen as stronger than me. You want to be seen as unachievable and powerful. This is why they do it. It's completely a regulated industry because they want to be seen a certain way. A true healer or a true a psychic or someone with those kind of instincts actually want to be, they want to be accessible. They want to be seen as me and you. You'll see it a lot with the millionaires and the billionaires sometimes. New money needs to be heard, right? New money is loud. New money is, you know, look at me, look at me. Old money, they want to fit in, you know? 
old money, they'll dress like you and me and they're just, they're quiet about it, you know? And it's the same with the healers and the psychics. They, they wanna be, they wanna be quiet. They, they wanna help where they can. They wanna be strategic, you know? Then, you know, dressing up like some fucking lava lamp just isn't gonna wash, is it? It just puts you off for starters because you'd think, what the hell? You know, it's very weird. Um, but anyway, again, emotionally irregulation. What does this have to do with emotional irregulation? Emotional irregulation is childlike. So dressing up for the part. Today I'm gonna be dressed up. Today I'm a psychic medium and I'm just gonna pull a card and tell you if it resonates. Like, that's emotional irregulation right there that is i pretend to be i'm gonna wear a facade i'm gonna let my emotions rule me because that person is letting those emotions rule them they're letting low self-esteem rule them low confidence rule them but they're becoming a character rather than becoming the person you know so there's a lot of training that goes into emotional regulation a lot of training so go for them fucking hell yeah and, you know, it doesn't matter if you're dating someone who does have emotions and gets upset and has sensitivities. That's amazing. That person is being honest and true. But I draw a line when you're in disagreement and they're blowing up your phone with all this abusive shit. Like, you need a mental hospital, dude. Like, that is not fucking normal for a grown-ass adult. Simple as, you know or people on some kind of mission to take you down because you've disagreed with them. I mean, fucking hell. Nothing like a vendetta over nothing. You know, I appreciate people who have vendettas because they've gone through years of abuse. Like, yeah, fucking hell, yeah, I'm cheering you on. But it's, um, but when it's over nothing, I mean, that's just ridiculous. But to them, because they're emotionally irregulated, to them, it's everything. You've said no to them, it's everything. You're the devil reincarnated. See you in hell then, bitch. You know? Mm. So anyway, I better go because I've got to get ready for work and shit. But anyway, I love you loads. Mm. Watch me become emotionally regulated today and hand my notes in. Yeah. 